0: This is Tom Field with Information Security Media Group. Today the conversation is about anti-money laundering. And I'm talking with Anthony Aiello, Compliance Coordinator and Vice President of Private Banking with TD Commerce Bank in New York. Anthony, thanks so much for joining me today.
1: Oh, you're welcome. It's a pleasure to be here.
0: Anthony, as you know, anti-money laundering in banks are in the news now as a result of the Elliott Spitzer story of the former governor. What's your take on the effectiveness of the suspicious activity reports that led to the investigation and the news leak about the banks that filed those because we just heard lots of comment on that this week in our offices
1: well i I have to say that I think that suspicious activity reporting in and of itself uh, is is a very effective uh, tool. I think that um the effectiveness really depends on the level of information uh, that is provided on those reports. They certainly have the capability of being uh, extremely effective. As far as uh, the news leaks uh, about the banks that filed them, I don't necessarily think that that was the best of uh, circumstances. But um, you know what we're seeing is really a result of public information. As a public law, and, um, you know, it should be known about.
0: Now, Anthony, this is uh, really showing an awful lot of light on anti Monday laundering on the Bank Security Act. In your work, what do you find is generally most misunderstood about anti Monday laundering or about the BSA?
1: Mm. It's probably, um, I'd say the importance, uh, of the
0: results of,
1: the uh, suspicious activity reporting and the results of the monitoring that's done. Uh, seeing the results uh, is really key to understanding why it is that we're doing this.
0: What do you you've done a lot of work in this? What are some of the anti-money laundering successes that you're seeing in financial institutions now?
1: Well, like with the Spitzer uh, resignation, uh, i think that we're seeing uh increasingly that is uh, funds used for criminal activity and it's being identified uh we see that law enforcement is making tremendous strides uh as a result of the cooperation with uh financial financial institutions
0: now you've worked in in anti money laundering for how long now
1: uh about 7 years
0: And I bet probably in the last week you've had as many questions about it as you have in the previous six years, would you say?
1: Well, the nice thing is that I've had a lot of people come up to me and say, now I understand what it is that you're doing.
0: (laughs) That's interesting. Anthony, have you received or heard a lot of the comments that we've heard people just uh, critical of the law enforcement agencies that released the information? I mean, we've really had some strident opinions about this on our site.
1: I actually have not heard uh, uh, much in the way of complaint about releasing information. Obviously, um, uh, folks that are under investigation, uh, generally we don't hear about uh, that from from law enforcement. So this is kind of uh, setting a precedent.
0: Yeah, and it's unusual. Mm -hmm. Anthony, your experience, what are the biggest challenges in financial institutions in terms of anti-money laundering?
1: Well I think probably the biggest challenge is actually collecting um, the information on our clients uh, and then assessing the information that we've collected. Now that takes it's it's a resource intensive project and process um, and so it takes a lot of money and it takes a lot of time and it takes a lot of effort uh, and those are those are really the the challenges is how to do it less time, less effort, less money invested.
0: I've got to assume that the smaller size institution you might be, the bigger challenge it is just in terms of resources.
1: Well, I I would agree with that because uh, there are some economies of scale that we see when uh, when we're doing this in larger organizations.
0: Now, is there such thing as a typical anti-money laundering case or do they tend to be pretty unique?
1: Well, there are, that's, that's, that's a good question. Um, money is, is laundered for various uh, reasons, various criminal types of activity, um, as we saw for uh, what, in the Spitzer case, that is, uh, being laundered, I suppose, for uh, prostitution and whatever else kind of comes out of uh, that with the shell companies that were set up. Um but we also have seen it for terrorist financing. We've seen it for um, uh, various plots to attack uh, us uh, army bases and and other locations. So we're seeing it in a lot of different ways. drug trafficking it's, it's coming out in a lot of different uh, lights so to
0: speak. So just as any other information security threat we talk about, the um, the criminals get just as creative and the schemes get just as wild as time goes on?
1: They absolutely do. Uh, With every new uh, regulation or new section to a regulation, there's someone trying to figure out how to get around it.
0: Now you've got an anti-money laundering risk assessment webinar coming up soon. What are going to be the key takeaways for the audience from that session?
1: I think, I guess the th- the three takeaways that I would say are the three most important things that you can take away from that is really, first, that um, we should all just look to the industry and law enforcement for guidance. So what I like to do is learn from other people's mistakes, Uh and I think that that's one of the things that we can do. the second uh, takeaway is really to use... A risk-based approach in developing your compliance programs and the third uh, and this is really key is to document everything document policies procedures internal controls testing uh, plans etc everything should be documented
0: now for people that are just starting to think about anti-money laundering and BSA now as a result of everything they've seen in the news over the past week or so What's your advice to them, specifically to financial institutions? What should they really be thinking about?
1: Well, I think that they should first consider that they they can't get it totally right and totally complete the first time. Okay, that's really a process, an iterative process. Um, that is, the, the whole compliance program is an iterative process. And it gets better over time. So they should learn from their experience, uh, learn from the practices that they put into place initially, and then again, um, with respect to uh, policies, procedures, and controls, really they should document uh, everything that they're doing.
0: And I suppose the ways to document that would probably take up a whole webinar in and of itself.
1: <laughs> there are many, yes. Um, so much of what we do really depends. Uh, relies on uh, how well it's documented, and, and so much of how we're perceived as complying uh, with with the regulation is is determined on how well we're documented. So yes,
0: so that let- is the short answer, I guess. Yeah, sure. Uh, last question, Anthony. With everything that's happened in the past week, has the publicity about the Spitzer case been been good publicity for people in your business?
1: uh i think it's definitely going to um, benefit the folks uh my counterparts and folks like me uh in that it it's uh it's so widely known folks uh bankers and and others are really going to have a better understanding of why it is um, that we need to insist on having Client information that we need to insist on having risk assessments done, that we need to insist on testing and training of our uh, of our processes. So I think it's going to be a benefit.
0: Appreciation is the word that keeps coming to my mind. It seems like people maybe are appreciating more the type of work that you folks have been doing for years now.
1: I think so too. I think so too. You're right.
0: Well, Anthony, I appreciate your time and your insight today. I'm looking forward to your upcoming webinar on anti-money laundering risk assessment, and uh, thanks so much for giving you time today.
1: Well, thanks so much uh, for the call, Tom, and I'm looking forward to it myself. So I'll speak to you again soon.
0: We've been, we've been talking with Anthony Aiello with Commerce Bank. The topic has been anti-money laundering. And for Information Security Media Group, I'm Tom Field. Thank you very much.